Hey, this is Lee and Nick. Back to you, centralcommandreport.com. We got another show here. And man, <laughs> I think last week we said it was the worst week that we <laughs> for news that we had been able to bring to you so far, and that every week was getting worse and worse and worse. And you know what? I think uh, you can call me Nostradamus because I predicted this week was going to get worse. It sure as fuck did. Nick, how do you feel? Did this week get worse? It did. It got worse. <laughs> how how did it get worse? Did something big happen this week? What happened this week? <laughs> well, we're now we're now communists. Like, I don't. Here's what I can't understand. I don't know, and nobody's been able to give me a good answer for this because it's not. We're not Russian communists, so comrades not the right word. I I don't. I don't know what the right What's word What's the is. Chinese word for communist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, that's well, the like, one that I think you're looking for. <laughs> well, because like they do the comrade thing to make you forget about your family and destroy the family union, make you associate with the state and stuff. So everything's, everybody's a comrade, right? Comrade this, comrade that. And that's like a very common theme among, among communists. And so I just don't know what the Chinese version of disassociation with the family unit is. <laughs> comrade is not the correct word. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Well, I would call it a vassal state of of uh, of. No, like of, what am I supposed to call you? I can't call it, I, I mean, I can't call you my friend anymore because we're communists, and I can't call you comrade because we're not Russians. Oh, you just call me like um, what would you call it? Um, inmate number zero one zero 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 or human capital? Isn't Ooh. that what they? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, human capital. <laughs> You're like uh, yeah, like like they refer to bovine as you know yeah capital. And so this is uh, all right. So uh, everybody in the free world knows then this is important to understand. And this isn't I'm not saying this about the people of America or the founding fathers or what the good people of, of the nation stand for. But um, you need to accept this because it's important right now because you need to plan for the worst. And so I'm going to I'm going to say some stuff you're not going to like listeners to the two of you out there, America is now a third world country. All right. Now, thir- and that sucks to hear, but it's exactly the case. Nick brought up the point uh, right away out of the gate. And he's, and he's a hundred percent on point with that is that you uh, third world countries are, have illegal, you know, fake elections. They have fake presidents that are installed in a uh, communist fashion with, uh, you know, basically, uh, surrounded by barb fences and razor razor wire with a standing army of 30,000 people and we got you know the potatoes or the pretender and thief uh i i, I like both of those terms uh or just fake president biden potato potatoes is better potatoes like potato or pedo are you oh, doing potato well, or are you doing pedo i'm trying to do pedo it sounds like you're doing potato you I say was, potato, I say pepetto. <laughs> you know, you know um, when you're talking about that piece of crap, it's a uh, it's pretty much you know. I think you could you could transverse between the two, and you'd be accurate either way. The child sniffer in chief. God damn, I cannot believe that fucking son of a bitch is president, dude. Well, he's not. Remember, he's fake. Well, president. no, he's a fake president, but he's he's filling the the role in office of president. I mean, so I mean, Donald Trump was the last American president. Which I guess if you're going to go out, let's go out with the bang. 
Yeah, well, this is important for people to realize too. You're going to see a ton of people coming out, and uh, they're going to be trying to pump you up, like the you know your Fox News guys and all your mainstream guys are going to be telling mm-hmm. you, well, you just need to get out there and do some voter reform and this mail and stuff, and and what we're going to have to do here is go ahead, you know, implement these policies, and these machines are bad, and we're just going to have to vote harder next time, guys. Now, you know, you just vote harder next time, and then we can outdo the steal, you know, because they're going to try to steal it again. But if we vote harder, we maybe maybe they won't um that's bullshit and that's to put you asleep at the wheel and believe that four years from now maybe you'll get to do something about it now i'm letting you know and i'm sure nick's in agreement with me on this uh that's not gonna happen so the only way the only way that's gonna happen is you have to completely reform your entire election system from the counties all the way up to the states and you're never gonna get it passed through the states you can do it through your counties great reform your county elections, but you're never going to reform your state elections or you're never going to reform the presidential election. Exactly. And a bunch of the states are now all the states that are going to pile on to the uh, compact of only of uh, ad- abolishing the electoral college and only assigning electors to the uh, by based on popular vote. Like they're go- once that hits 50% enough states sign on, and they cross the threshold of over 50% of the electoral college, if that many states worth of electors sign on, then uh, that flips the that flips it. And so you will never be able to have a, because they've officially, you know, it's a coup. It's a, well, it's they a have coup it. compact. Yeah, it, it's a coup compact. And what's going to be bullshit about it too is the, the, the state legislatures of those states in a few of those instances actually didn't pass those election reforms either so yeah we just let the executive do all of our election reform laws yeah we don't need the constitution it's fine yeah yeah and so um uh you know basically what we're gonna have now is you only have one hope in the world and um and that is and and you know you can you can prop up texit you can prop up all these other things those are really lofty goals you know and and trying to do anything legally in this country is well it clearly doesn't matter right like it was really funny people were uh and this is a sidebar but people were talking about the fake inauguration and they were and there was a lot of speculation even from liberal media that they're like well this is a fundraising event and i started laughing so hard because i thought the democrats what you don't ever really need a fundraising event ever again What's the point of having a fundraising event when you t- it does it clearly doesn't require money, voters or enthusiasm or turnout. It doesn't matter. You've got everything you need from your, you know, basically like your uh, multi conglomerate corporate oligarchy of of uh, what would you call it? Globalist overlords that are going to decide how things go from now on. And that's that's kind of where we're at. And there are a lot of things that got us here, but primarily, if you've been following all the theft that we reported on thoroughly, you kind of you you know exactly how we got here. I don't want to go over all the election stuff again. That's all on the website. It's all on even the previous shows. We did an extensive show on election fraud just just leading up to it. And so, um, but that, none of that matters, right? And and by the way, it's I will put a cap on that. If uh, those the over what, how many people like over 2000 people, at least nationwide, um, were swearing affidavits uh, uh, to, as witnessing election fraud. Um, and these that's a really conservative number. I'm just being I'm just being, you know, spitballing that number. I know it was actually a lot more. How come they aren't all in prison then? They must all be liars. 
right? Every one of those people that swore an affidavit to visa. So you basically, you legally put yourself on the line and said, I saw this. And if I'm wrong, that means that I'm guilty of perjury and punishable with the threat of fines, prison time, you know, probation, whatever. And none of those people, it's, it's interesting how all that's getting memory hold, you know, no, all, like, of, all of them will be arrested by the FBI within the week. <laughs> yeah. The, the FBI that, the uh, secret police, whatever, I mean, whatever you're going to call them. It's, at this point it's synonymous. So they'll all be arrested. Every, yeah, every three letter agency is exactly what Alex Jones has been telling you they are for the last, for the last 20 years. It's funny that the most prophetic person of our time and uh, is, is still Alex Jones. And uh, it's odd how right he really is. And, and, you know, people used to, to be entertained by him and they think it's funny and they think it's kind of comical. And then, you know, a lot of the other people think, ah, he's just a tinfoil hat guy. Um, you know, he he called all this stuff. There was no. He was one of the people that called it all. There's some other great major players in the space out there too in talk that have been calling some of this for a long time. But you know, let's face it, that guy, uh, he knows tyranny when he sees it, and he can really cut right through uh, some of the bullshit with his you know his gut feelings and then his intel sources and his analysis. And and it's odd to see Alex Jones be you know who <laughs> when let's face it nick i think when you and i first got keyed into him you know you kind of watched the guy's entertainment right i mean it was like well, you kind of thought i still watch i still watch the guy's entertainment but it's like, odd now it's getting uh, oddly <laughs> it's almost it's like uncomfortable having him be that accurate yeah but fuck man i swear to god if i hear somebody tell me to buy vitamin mineral fusion again i'm gonna blow my fucking brains out I'm not going to buy the vitamin, no, mineral, I know. vitamin mineral fusion, Alex. I'm not going to buy it. I'll you buy the survival what? food. I'm what not if- buying your fucking, your, your bullshit fucking, your, your magic, your magic dick pills or whatever else you sell, your water filters or whatever. I'll buy the survival food because it's good food. All the other bullshit, nah, fuck off. No, well, you. you know what, Nick? You're just going to end vitamin up Vitamin mineral being- fusion, 50% off. We got a limited supply because of the, because of the supply, sh- supply chain sh- shutdown. No, fuck you, man. I'm it not, sounds I'm, to I'm, me I'm like you don't appreciate a good sale. <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you appreciated death a really excellent discount. There was. <laughs> I don't understand there was your a point. Your, your uh, what would you? Uh, your amorous toward these discounts. There is a point. I was so good. I don't listen to very much Infowars now at all. But at one point, um, I was really good when I listened to him a lot. And I could hit my skip button in my car on the Bluetooth in just enough times to get through every commercial break and every sales pitch because I could kind of I kind of figure out his pattern. He'd be like, "All right, it's going to be five skips in the first break, four skips in the second break, eight script skips in the third break." Because he'll do a he'll do a bookend where he'll talk about the product, do a commercial break, then come back and talk about the product. Then he'll start talking about news again. Oh, you got the fo- you got the callers and shit coming up. All right, fucking twelve skips, burn through these sons of bitches and then keep going. Uh, I, I just just don't. I don't enjoy his style of uh, of salesmanship. Let's put it that way. Well, you know, have you got your activated charcoal toothpaste been out of stock for years? Like, come on. I will say this: I don't. I don't (laughs) want to brush my teeth with charcoal. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I haven't looked into it. I know nothing about the activated charcoal on teeth. Activated charcoal is awesome. I don't don't know about it. Okay, I have no idea about teeth. No idea about teeth. (laughs) Um, But no. If uh, if I'm get if I'm drinking a lot, which I mean I don't do as much now, but if I'm drinking a lot, you take like two activated charcoal pills, no hangover, zero, nothing. Oh, see, and, like if you're drinking, see, a that's lot, why the, that's why like the if, people tune into this show. Because yeah, no, that's yeah, it's real shit. The man. cure for hangover. Yeah, go to go to Walgreens. Um, I had my I, I go to Walgreens. You pay like six bucks for this giant uh, bottle of, and there's like 120 in there. 
um, you take like four of those and you're doing, um, and like tequila shots, margaritas, whatever, down in Mexico, drunk as fuck. You take four of those, no hangover. Uh, and it'll sober you up a little bit if you're still drinking. Like if you got to kind of bring it back down, take a couple of them. Yeah, activated charcoal, man. Alcohol detoxicant. And I mean, it might say that I have a problem if you're like, hey, my hangovers are so bad, I got to take a fucking medication to cure them. <laughs> but, you know, I live in a communist state now. <laughs> this is why the Russians got good at vodka. This is why I brew beer. It's, it's yeah. a coping mechanism. You know right? what? You can have Fuck as much sue me. charcoal Fuck and sue foods me. as you want. You know? That's all. It's, it's, it's still American. God damn it. Yeah. And and I'll say this, um, you know, the interesting thing is uh speaking to all the people out there in Radio Land, uh it's it's odd that this is the time. I think we've had more traffic to the site this week than any other time in the in the last several months since we fired up. Is there was a lot of people looking for answers. There's a lot of people that were felt I think despondent because we had huge spikes right after the 20th, after the fake inauguration. And then we've had uh, you know, some uh, some sustained numbers throughout the week up until, you know, basically I think people are getting a little exhausted and they wane just a little bit, but people have been stopping by a little bit more and it's good. Um, we're, we're, you know, trying to keep, like we said, our site, um, sometimes we break things first, sometimes we don't, but mostly it's important to recognize that we're building historical record. And that's a lot of what, you know, especially Nick's intent was with this site was to make it and we're still, you know, you know, concepting that out and finding the best ways to do that for you guys, but making it a library and a searchable library yeah, that will be a historical record for, you know, uh, exposing a lot of um, things that people need to know the other side of the story about, because 98% of the media is lying to you and only 2% or maybe less telling you the truth. And I'm glad to have people stopping by the site and trying to find uh, some truth. You got some, I truth think those, I, th- I think those are generous numbers. I think those are generous. Oh, the ninety-eight hey, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're probably right, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. God, you got to scroll away for that Pelosi picture, please. I don't want to see that, dude. Oh, sorry, guys. You don't know. We're looking through some articles right now, <laughs> this, and we're sharing them and disgusting. stuff. And- <laughs> I can't see that. How dare you, sir? How know, dare you? That you need a parental warning or a spoiler tag or something. Jesus. Yeah, and so. uh you know, also what we had happen uh, later on this week, and we may as well just just roll through with the, with some of the stuff that's been happening. Yeah. So we had the fake we had the fake inauguration. You had the fake. So uh, well, you had the real National Guard everywhere. And then uh, at least uh, as far as the National Guard story goes, that became pretty interesting. And uh, so they were they were shipping in. They were actually shipping in some active military. They're still shipping in people today. But then some of the states, and it almost seemed like a test of loyalty kind of thing, where uh, they were seeing which states would actually, you know, throw in to the kitty and send their people there and which ones wouldn't. And, uh, you know, immediately now after some there's some stories that came out about the mistreatment of the guard. And the uh, the guard. Oh, this was the greatest. Nick, did you see all of them turning their backs on the Biden motorcade? (laughs) Yeah. I, I really hope that's what it was and it wasn't something else. There is some, some of the pictures made it look like maybe there's something else going on, but in my mind, in my mind, they all turn their backs. Oh no. I saw multiple video shots, multiple angles oh, and okay. it was I very, saw one angle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was good. It was very good. And uh, so these, uh, there were a bunch of guard that basically in protest turned their backs on the uh, fake presidential motorcade. And so that they could, you know, air, um, 
basically show how displeased they were with the, cause everybody like, what was it? It ended up being the final total. I think Nick for um, what the, what are they calling it? The fake news is declaring the numbers of military ballots that went to uh potato. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and they were saying that it was potato? like 90 plus percent of military ballots went Dude, to potato. <laughs> I don't know a single person. Uh, okay. I lied. I know <laughs> one person from my time in the military who maybe voted for Biden. Maybe like when I'm thinking about it, most people I knew that were in were, were, diehard trump supporters a lot of a lot of them um, well let's face it a these lot of guys people re-enlisted are... i almost re-enlisted for trump i almost yeah. did I, i'd still be in right now so i'm kind of glad i didn't because that would have fucked me um but uh a lot of people re-enlisted for trump and i i, I personally almost did just well let's face it i know you've been to some larger events where you actually get a, a, a decent amount of guys gathering together to do some training and stuff this at thirty thousand dudes crammed in that level of proximity I mean, tell me that wasn't a big fucking gossip circle where all those guys are sharing articles. Well, or what, you really, stuff back what it really is, each other. it's a super spreader event. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the most important thing to recognize about it, right? <laughs> these scum, these peasants, these peasants are super spreading in our in our presence. And I can't have that. Well, that's why they kicked him out in the garage. No, they're, they're super spread. No, actually, I heard the real story about or an alleged real story about why they got kicked out to the garage is one of the guardsmen was in a, uh, a place around D.C. without a mask. And somebody told him to put a mask on and that somebody was a congressman. And the, the guardsman basically told him, I have freedom. <laughs> Didn't wear the shit. And it devolved quickly from there. But uh, the... Um, Oh yeah. So no, they were, they were definitely spreading articles, spreading links, spreading news, talking to each other. I mean, all the people I know were uh, in in the Intel community were absolutely terrified of a Biden uh, presidency. I haven't reached back out since the inauguration to see how they're doing, but I should, I should make a point to do that this week. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'd say that'd be worth, worth your time. I'm, I'm curious, man. I want to report big time. I'll do do some reach outs. I'll see. Um, But, Fuck, man. It's uh, what's really what's really so interesting to me is is the military, particularly the intelligence community of the of the Department of Defense, particularly, is well aware of uh, the threat of China. Like that's not a hidden fact. Nobody tries to dance around it. Even a lot of Democrats are talk about the known threats that that China imposed that China posed to the United States. So what's really interesting to me is you have all this evidence of Chinese corruption with with Joe and all this election interference and all these other issues going on. And nobody in the higher levels of command, like, like they're all corrupt and they're all bought out by China. I mean, I'm just surprised that we didn't at least see some, somebody doing something um, within the, within the military. I know they, they prop, they kicked out a bunch of guys and they, they, uh, what are they, they vetted to make sure we had no extremist ideologies in the, in the guard or whatever. And it's like, Oh, so what you've just done is you set the precedent that now you're going to purge the guard of all wrong think and purge the military of all wrong think. So now you have your obedient slaves and your obedient drones as your military force. Where- oh, yeah. You know, that's the first step, right? When you have a captive audience like that and you know that you can force them to obey, one of the first things you have to do is get out anybody that would, you know, basically be a constitutional loyalist. They don't want those in there. The way you form an effective communist invading, you know, force and uh, that's about to tyrannize and bring a level of tyranny to the people that was like the world has only seen a few times in modern history. 
and even in uh, our recorded history uh, that that goes stretches back several hundred years of regimes like this is uh, is to have a completely bought in you know group of ideologues that are willing to carry out the will of their corrupt leaders and um, and dehumanize another portion of their society uh, to such an well, extent that it makes it easy for them to commit atrocities. Well, and it's also really hard to start a mutiny in the in the military, and there's and and it's by design. So when you're assigned, you they purposely um, you won't stay in the same assigned area, like the same base or the same unit, usually for more than two or three years, and then you'll be moved around again. Um, part of that is for just needs of the military. You know, the military has so many needs, and they have so many spots, and they have so much equipment, and all this crap. So they're, all right, well, we need your skill set over here, so we're just going to move you because we own you. Um, but it's also a uh, uh, a methodology to ensure that the ties are more to the state than to your um, uh, to your brothers in arms or whatever. Um, it's all by design. It, it's it's it would be I would have been pretty surprised to see some kind of military mutiny, but uh, it's shit, man. Twenty twenty was crazy. Maybe twenty twenty one. Maybe that's what we'll see. Military mutiny versus the Biden. What do we call it? Regime. I feel I don't like calling it a president regime. Yeah, yeah, um, that's been the term that's basically been the that adopted okay? uh, term throughout all of the, uh, what do I call it, you know, the people that know and the people, the people that, that get know. it. I'm seeing that that term show up everywhere, and I like it. Oh. it I think oh, and they're starting to get, the people that don't get it are starting to get buyer's remorse really fast. You fucking, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, go, you go trannies and girls sports right off the bat, and you really piss off some moderate Dems, man. <laughs> oh, well, and look, like my favorite one, my favorite one is like the Pipe Fitters Union, right? The yeah. fitters union endorsing one of the only unions in America, even even a lot of like, you know, and I'm uh, and I'm uh, I'm aware of a lot of labor unions, um, but the labor, I should not say one of the only unions in America that's misspeaking. I should say of all the labor unions, a lot of them, the workers are conservatives, but the people in the top of these labor unions are, are liberals and uh, the people that get in charge at an administrative level. And so uh, it's always interesting when, you know, you actually have a complete you know, a disconnect between the representation of the people who pay the union dues and the people who continue to take those union dues of conservatives mm-hmm. and donate them to like Act Blue and Black Lives Matter in the name of electrical <laughs> workers and plumbers and shit, right? And but so the leaders, uh, the leaders vote blue, all the members vote red. Yeah, every time. Like this, yeah, and so you know the pipe fitters. Work. Right after the police unions came out and did the like the unanimous um, Trump support, it was like the pipe fitters. You know, they made a point to do their press release right on the tail of the police, which was really bad press. Like, you know, well, we don't care about those stupid, you know, defund the police. The pipe fitters support Biden, and uh, and then what does he do? Day one cancels the keystone xl pipeline the largest pipe fitting project in american history biden's (laughs) so great he's so great guys he was like oh my god he said he was gonna do that that's i don't understand why these idiots aren't like i think i remember and they wrote they didn't the pipe oh, they said the internal like what's going on at the union is they're actually looking at it's such a big hubbub in their union that they're looking at a potential like um de-enrollment and union collapse over it the, because the workers are so <laughs> angry at the awesome. public endorsement of someone you know and they're like you know we didn't vote that way you know we don't support that and so now yeah. the rubber's hitting the road and those people are having to pay and it's just not it, it's not the type of news that the media wants to filter out and they're trying to put a cap on it 
it. And they have PR people that they hire to put out fires for stuff like this. And, and of course, you know, union dispute doesn't look sexy yeah. in the news right now for, uh, for, you know, the, the media just like fawning over Biden, like sycophants, like they are. Um, oh yeah. We're back to the Obama media. Like that's what we're back to. Well, and you know, it's the funny thing is, and you and I were talking about this beforehand, and this is this is the thing that pisses me off the most about conservative media, and even a lot of guys I like are in on this train. It's like, and, and, and by the way, you know, I'm not going to say I think that Biden cheated, and it's like, okay, I'm listening to you. You're making sense, all right, and, I, and we all know that they should have done it, da da da. But I condemn. I condemn these people in the Capitol. How dare those filthy peasants go into that holy house of worship? You know, and it's like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Don't act like because those people went in there and we talked about this last time. That be, be, that, oh, well, you know, because they came in here, we were going to do a 10 day investigation and then we were going to talk about it. And then maybe maybe we would have discovered fraud and changed some people's minds and maybe we would have actually done something about it. Fuck you. No, you weren't. Even if you did get your 10 day, it would have been a lot of, you know, parrying and harumphing and a bunch of people, you know, making grandiose statements and they would have ended up sacking our guy anyways with fraud. There was never a plan there that was, that was, there was never a plan in place at the congressional level or the legislative level to ever actually do anything about this. And now the Republicans got exactly what they want wanted the rhino crowd right anyone that's basically not a brand new first year and we got some rock stars and uh you know but anyone they basically get to be the underdogs that get to complain and pretend like things aren't going their way and they're just really upset about it and boy they're fighting for you and and just donate the rnc a bunch of money hey let's bring back win red whatever happened all that fucking win red money you know, guess what? It when they line their pockets with it, just like all the all the Black Lives Matter took all the you know, I mean, uh, all the Act Blue and the Democrats took all the BLM money, and so Win Red was just a fucking psyop to take conservative money and funnel it into themselves and their own wealth coffers and pretend like they were really on the side of the people that were back in Trump. They were never on our side. They were never going to do anything about it. And everybody that's all you know, like man, I really wish you wouldn't have stormed the Capitol in Pearl Harbor. Maybe they would have actually patted us on the head like good little boys and listened to what we were going to say. That cap storming the Capitol is absolutely nothing to do with election fraud think about it think about it. if you think if you you think you can connect those two fucking events and say oh well these people went in this building so election fraud doesn't exist what I know. that's well, it, <laughs> what? But it, it was clear that what their what their intent was was to agitate shit make shit get crazy and i, I seriously think they had plans to um to like kill off a congressman or something and to try to pin that on us well yeah that was i mean you when you I think that was the goal yeah this and was like I, they, harper this was like 9 11 everybody to be clear i think and what you mean by they you mean pantifa right well i mean specifically pelosi and co- company oh the people that fund all the bail funds and basically yeah it's their proxy army like you're right let's go all the way let's connect the dots all the way back to where they belong pantifa is the proxy army of the democrats they are their communist you are army no longer useless, useful for them have you, are you seeing that they're arresting them now by the way Oh yeah! All of a sudden, it's not all of a so sudden. cool to be a pantifa oh, anymore, is it? Oh, what a shock! Just like we said, shit. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to send you that meme that you can put up on the site. That um, that cop car running the guy over that has the uh, Black Lives Matter and the Democrat Party shit on it. They, they, as soon as the election happens, this happened in 2016 too. They throw their Black Lives Matter away. They throw their antifa away because it's no longer convenient to their narrative. 
and then they bring it back out in the election year. So now what we're going to see every election year, we're going to see a global pandemic and Antifa and Black Lives Matter every election year. It's going to be great because it works. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And and uh, and, and so and people still won't make the connection. No. And they're not going to make the connection. It's 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 really odd to me to have that level of cognitive disconnect in between, you know, to to not be able to connect the events that are clearly plainly in front of you. They're in reality, you know, and uh, anybody, especially people that that traffic some of the same circles that we do online, right? That like there are a lot of people that traffic some of the same areas that you and I do. And I know what kind of information is in those areas and how, if you're just willing to actually click past the headline and read a little bit more, you can really start to fucking educate yourself on something. And then the longer you do it and the more consistently you stay up on and, and, and informed because let's face it, voting is the bare fucking minimum, folks. Bare, voting is the bare minimum responsibility to being an American citizen. Understanding the, the Bill of Rights is really important. Understanding the Constitution. Actually going out and doing something about it. Telling other people where you can. Effectively donating your money to the people that actually do shit for, you know, to try to help to, you know, to try to help gun rights, to try to help immigration reform. A lot of these people are really doing anything. They're just taking money, but there are good organizations out there. Um, starting a website, starting a podcast like me and Nick are like that is being, that's the new, I'm sorry, you know, what it look like to be, there are other people that are too busy doing, and I get it. There are people in rural America that are too busy growing food and, you know, working dawn, uh, sun up to sundown and <clears throat> to try to contribute in their way to, uh, to, you know, a better America. But if you spend like, if you're like a modern conservative and you live a fairly a life, if we live in the age of, of convenience, right? We live in an age of ease and convenience. Let's face it, especially compared to our forefathers and with all of our technological doodads and gadgets. And if you're a modern conservative and you generally work a nine to five job and you generally get to come home every day and watch TV and watch what your fucking favorite show and pet your fucking dog or your cat or whatever, don't tell me that you don't have the time to get informed and get out there and figure out what's going on. And um, at least you don't have to do all this crap that we do. But I think it's I think the bare minimum is to at least be informed about what the fuck is going on. And anybody that isn't like can't connect the dots together like Nick was just talking about. I have very little sympathy for you. Like to me, you're almost on their team, bud. And if you're going to be on their team, then you get to stay here in the blue states. And we don't want you to come with us. To the new cool area that we're going to go to. Because I just don't want you. No, I just don't want you to vote. I don't care if you stay here. You just can't vote. <laughs> Wait, you know what? I think that's a fair exchange. Like, Maybe we could. You, you can hang. You're, you can stay. Just don't vote. Like that's it. <laughs> don't vote and 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 just just yeah, just do your job. You know? Like it just needs to be like a like a civics test. Like uh, just just answer a couple questions about the Constitution. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a couple. That's what questions. Texas needs to have for anybody trying to move there right now. Oh, well, that's, oh God, I know it's, I'm eyeballing it. So I know others are eyeballing it and I know commies are eyeballing it because, well, I guess the commies won't eyeball it yet. What will happen is they'll start eyeballing it probably around June as more and more of that, that, um, uh, that Joe Biden, uh, buyer's remorse, um, bubbles up, bubbles up within them because it's already started. Sorry. The buyer's remorse has already started. They're pissed, man. Tell me about this term virus remorse you speak of. 
virus no buyers oh buyers remorse. buyers okay. remorse there's no okay. refunds no refunds kids uh <laughs> like like i mean shit man day one day or maybe day two i don't remember what do we have we have a uh all right firstly firstly other than other than uh obviously big mike um but you don't you don't put the first the first nationally recognized tranny public official in the limelight, if that tranny looks like John Goodman in a in a wig, discuss. Uh yes, Mister Choice Levine. Choice. Levine, that's the name. Yeah, but Richard like, Levine. At least do one that's like moderately like feminine looking. Not literally. That to me, that's John Goodman in a wig. That's it. No, they, basically, you've got a clearly mentally ill, disgusting looking man in a dress that is going to tell me. What is healthy on a and set policy? Hey, you just misgendered. Point. You were mentally ill. That's what it said. That's what it said. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I did. I, I, I guess I just out. I have. I admit my mental. Uh, uh, what, what, my mental disability. I admit that I'm mentally disabled. If it's because you know what I will say when you bring woke logic to bear, there's no point in arguing. Yeah, no, it's over. Yeah, don't you can't <laughs> yeah. win this. No, if woke logic trumps all actual logic, that's just a fact. It's just, it's just you, you can't. Facts don't care about your feelings, Chud. Like, yeah, God, these people. This, um, I cannot believe that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm threading the needle between like depressed and angry right now. It's really a great combination. Oh, that's a good spot. I like yeah. that spot. But yeah. like, you can't. I. I I mean, obviously you can, but here's here's what Biden's doing. If you if you look at some of his picks, uh, I'm kind of just skimming through a couple of them. He, uh, what he's doing is actually really intelligent, and this is going to make this suck. Is he's putting moderates in the the key leadership positions, in like the cabinet positions, the secretary positions, and then he's putting crazies like uh, John Goodman in the the second and third tier positions that have less public scrutiny, but actually the ones running the department. So what it's going to look like and what the media will be able to yeah, the amount of policy that you can implement from some of these positions and the amount of power they wield is, is it's, it's not, I guarantee you um, our forefathers did not intend our system to function that way. No, your, your fucking secretary of health was supposed to be a secretary of health, not a uh, the fucking mandatory estrogen shots for everybody. Like what the fuck, man, we're going to see some crazy shit come out of that health secretary. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. Yeah, we or the health know. secretary. I, I think the Levine is the health, the the, the second or third in, in command or whatever. But the reason that that John Goodman's face is being plastered all over the all over the place is again a demoralization thing. And it's fucking working, damn it. Um, <laughs> well, and I'll say that the, one of the things that they want to do, and this has been the biggest thing, along with the purge that we talked about last week that that came out technolo- uh, um, technologically purging us and that we told you that there was going to be a ramping up of people getting you know de-insured debanked you know de you know personed essentially because without your ability to be a sovereign citizen of the internet and have your autonomy and be able to transact and live with the uh, with the interconnected webs like we do these days you aren't going to be able to function at all and we talked about collapsing physical 
currency so that when all they have is digital currency and they deperson you, you literally have nothing left to transact with. What are you going to do? You're going to grab a fucking an old uh, an old Seinfeld DVD and try to trade it for a cheeseburger. <laughs> How are you going to get food, bro? It's not going to fucking happen. And so that's the biggest push that they've been doing since then. Um, I've been I've seen some really great. Uh, what would you call it? Montage. I mean, by great, I mean disgusting, but it's, it's a, they were well put together of people gathering up major, major news agencies. This is all the CNN, MSNBC, ABC, all saying the same thing. And it is, I mean, they're literally using terms that we haven't heard since 1930s Germany or 1940s Germany, uh, where they're talking about the final solution. For conservatives. And I saw a clip, a mashup where they kept using the term in different shows. We need a final solution. And well, yeah, so- it's, it's the same as they do the Great Reset. It's the same as they do, uh, what's that, Build Back Better? You notice how every world leader is using this weird Build Back Better phraseology. Oh, Biden's yeah. using it. They're using it in the UK. They're using it in Germany. We're going we're gonna to build back better. We're going to build back better with the final solution. It's all propaganda. It is, and it's, and it should frighten you, and you should be aware of this, and uh, because it, what it means exactly is that they are absolutely going to, and in history, historically, what this means, and I'm just going to be really frank with you guys, historically, rhetoric like this ends with a lot of bodies in mass graves. That's he's trying what to legalize. Uh, he's trying to legalize guillotines, by the way. Oh, Did really? you catch that? No yeah. way. I haven't sourced it yet, but uh, Jones was talking about it. Today. I know I was trashing Jones earlier, but uh, I was actually listening to Jones today, and he was talking about it today. Um, I'll find a source. Ah, I missed. I missed out. That's a that's a that's a great piece of news. I actually, you know, so right now um, we live. If 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 you're a fan of science fiction dystopia and you're you're kind of getting to LARP some of the most frightening movies, the movies that you saw in two hours and you were glad it's over and you go, man, I really hope we never end up that way. Well, you're, you're getting to live through it now. And so it's kind of exciting. Um, and you may as well, you know, um, you may as well nut up and get ready to go because there's there's, there's like, for instance, uh, Oregon. The the guise of control that's going to be rolled out through these um, through these executive order edicts, and it's all going to be uh, not the guise of control, the methods of control that are going to be rolled out under the guise of emergency management for the fake COVID hoax pandemic scandemic virus are going to be rapid and they are going to have long arms. And so a lot of people think, well, you know, what are they going to do? All this stuff's at a state level. Well, the, you know, these Democrats, these commiecrats, as I like to call them now, that's a fun term, uh, are have thought up a lot of new ways to try to implement federal policies to choke out state level policies or circumvent state policies where people are still leaving slightly freer. And so uh, and that's all basically through, you know, fiscal manipulation, federal land manipulation, uh, manipulation of services that are managed through uh, by feds or and basically by your state because your state's federally funded, too. And so they're going to lean on everybody until they until the uh, level of abuse just is is like turned up. If it's turned up to 11 right now, it's going to get way higher. So, for instance, in Oregon. Proposed Oregon bill calls for the normalization of martial law. This is House Bill 2238. It rolled out. 
and they want to roll it out uh, this legislative session. And the governor's already completely collapsed our economy, and we are living in a basically North Korean style dictatorship. It's soft right now, but that's how it always starts, and it's coming on stronger. And here's some of the policies that they actually gives the governor this power under the guise of the emergency. It grants the governor broad powers to, con- and this is language from the bill, control, restrict, and regulate by rationing, freezing the use of quotas, prohibitions on shipments, price fixing, allocation, or other means, and to take any other action, including through the seizure, use, or possession of any real or personal property that may be necessary for the management of resources following the emergency. Oh, well, she can't take my imaginary property. It's fine. I'm sure. <laughs> See, that's, that's my IP. You know what I mean? Like you can't me and me and Nick, we can have this conversation alone in our cell and there's really nothing anybody can do. about yeah, it. You can't take my brain <laughs> yeah, because I'll be broadcasting from FEMA region, fucking 11 cell block, fucking 19 with my bro. And there's Until- nothing you could do about it. I don't think they're going to give us a radio, though. That's real property. Well, I guess I'll be broadcasting my voice as loudly down the tier as I can to the other inmates. <laughs> well, we'll see or how popular I say we are. Patriots. Uh, uh, how many then, subscribers are we going to get? Hmm. Yeah, we'll get as many as there are cells on the block because they'll be they'll be literally be the the cap the term captive audience cannot be more <laughs> in that sense. It's, 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 uh, yeah, a little dad humor for you. And uh, the other bill that Oregon's pushing through at the same time, the tyranny's just going to start. It's coming so fast. Is Senate Bill six nineteen in Oregon, which is actually legalized reparations? They are going to give one hundred and twenty three thousand dollars to any black person in the state. Period. That's it. And it's amateurized and it's paid out. And if you think that's the end of that, and that's as much as they'll ever give, you're fucking stupid because they're going to tweak that and they're going to give out everything. They're going to give out way more. And it's and it comes in the guise of other things like, you know, like Biden's initiative to only grant money and paycheck protection, you know, for the under the guise of the pandemic scandemic to uh, women and minority owned businesses. The literally the only people excluded from the policy of 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 uh, what would you call it? Like uh, economic assistance are white males. That was the only group that's excluded. <laughs> it's like, dude, you can't make that up. That's fucking that's incredible. It's incredible. And and so the levels of like <laughs> they don't even think it's going to pass these idiots. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The, even the people sponsoring the bill are like, well, I don't think this is going to pass. But God, these people are so fucked. Oh, these virtue signals are great. These people are fucking idiots. No, when it does pass, you know, it'll miraculously pass by a 52 to 48 margin. And it'll be like, oh, or it might fail. Here's what they like to do in Oregon, because we have, uh, you know, we have completely like um, scammed out mail-in voting process. It's really bad. Basically, once Oregon implemented mail-in voting, we used to be a red state. We went blue basically once and uh, a couple times in our history. But in 84, when they implemented mail-in voting, they implemented it on a soft rollout. So people go, well, in 84, they did mail-in voting in Oregon and it was still red. They still voted for Reagan. No, they only did it in a three-county area in the Portland zone. And it was a test trial. And they realized, I think there was a bunch of people at the end of that looking around each other in a room going, you guys realize that we could do it at a state level if we just rolled this thing out all the way? They implemented mail-in voting for the entire state. 
within that uh, election cycle. And Oregon has never gone red since it turned a 100% like blood red state. Oregon was blood red. Remember, this was one of the last holdouts of the home of the Klan country. Even it was so red that we actually caught a lot of flack for being, you know, basically a, a giant Klan holdout area. And it's true. There were sunset towns all the way into the 80s, you know, uh, in, in Oregon. I'm not saying that's a great thing. I'm just trying to illustrate how exactly red it really was. Do you think it's a, it, that a state that red turns blue overnight and forever? And it's a, not a coincidence that they rolled in mail-in voting at that exact time? Come on. Come on, Corn Pop. That's exactly what happened. We all know what happened because we just saw it happen again. And they're going to try to keep doing it. Yeah. Nick, the other thing that we're seeing roll out this week that's interesting, and this is is, is uh, Trump's departure. There is – all right, so this is – me and Nick were talking a little bit about this earlier. There is definitely some, some uh, things we can unpack about the way Trump handled things. And you are not – a fucking, um, you know, a turncoat or a doomer or whatever to point out the flaws in the way. Well, that you know, the, the term doomer no longer applies. It's I don't think it does. I, you're right. Your, I don't the think term doomer has your words have no power here. Um, the term doomer. Has, <laughs> oh, I just said, God damn. The yeah. first it was woke logic and then it was Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, man. We're all over the place today. Uh, Central command report, man. Um, but it, yeah, it, it, like the sixth, uh, after the sixth, he was like a beat dog, dude. I, I mean, Trump acted, I mean, he, he fought back a little bit. He did some shit. He tried for a couple days, but man, by the 10th, it was like a beat dog getting kicked out into the cold. And then shit on the 20th, I watched him get onto air force one, watched him land in Florida. And uh, there he goes. Well, and I will say this, there's a lot of people that are pissed about certain things. Like I was telling Nick, I was listening to a broadcast with an interview, one of the, uh, you know, one of the spokesmen for the Oath Keepers, uh, which is, you know, a really great organization here in the States of, and they have a really great infrastructure and uh, they're constitutionalists. And he was speaking out against some of the failed, you know, um, decisions that Trump didn't act on. And, uh, you know, some of the failed decisions uh, toward the end of the term. Like, and one of the th points that he brought up was that everybody was telling him, and this was known in the summer, in the summertime, they were telling him, use the executive order. We already know that China's interfering with this election. We already have the monetary ties. We already have the hacks to prove it. We are, you know, we're, they're gathering evidence, get ahead of this now and get some reins on this election because we're about to have interference. So you may as well declare the executive order and manage the election in an orderly way. At no point, even with all of the, after the DNI, there were so many opportunities to actually use the EO and which is, that's exactly what it was designed for. It was exactly, not only did we have insurrection, that's what it was. It was insurrection. It was a fucking commie. It was a communist insurrection from within, but we had an existential threat of communist um, attack against our election as well. And Trump didn't do anything about that. And you know what? You can, you can say a lot of great things about Trump, but you can, you have every right to be pissed about that because whatever happened to fight to the death, right? You know, fight, we will never give up kind of an, uh, kind of a mentality. And you know, the, there's a lot of speculation about why, and there's going to be more that speculation going forward. Me and Nick figured, 
you know, it may be one of those deals where even though Trump's mouthy and he says a lot, we we still think it could end up being like a JFK deal where you never get the real story. You know, we know exactly what happened. We're pretty sure we know exactly what happened, but nobody, just everybody refuses to admit it for your and here we are like 50 years later and we we watched in a president get assassinated and we're pretty sure we know who did it, the agency that was behind it, how it happened, why it happened, the people that pulled the strings. But we're just that they'll never admit it still. And we feel like it could be that way for Trump's exit vis-a-vis um, theories that he his family was threatened and he had to pull a Flynn and take a hit that there was some sort of negotiation like, hey, you know, you, you didn't lock up Hillary. And you want to end. So we won't lock you up. If you step down now, you're going to let us impeach you. So you can't run again. And yeah, we're going to have a little media show, but we won't send our proxy army to burn your hotels down. We'll send orders through the Pantifa army to leave your, your intellectual properties alone. You can live out your life in Miralago. You can write a couple books, but fuck off, you know? And so who knows? There's a lot of speculation. Um, but well, I'm wondering, we may never know. Kidnapped his kid, Bannon or a uh, Baron. Baron, <laughs> that's that's a good that's a that's a he fun wasn't, theory I haven't heard. He of. wasn't he wasn't there at the uh, at uh, McAndrews Air Force Base when he left on Air Force One, giving a speech, and he did not get off the uh, the plane in Florida. You know what? One of my favorite uh, memes of Baron um, toward the end were like all those ones where he just kept getting bigger and bigger, like in the crowds and stuff. <laughs> and and even without like, the meme, though, <laughs> you, he's taller than Trump, man. Oh no, the kids. Yeah, and I think he's Huge. like fourteen or something. It's insane. Yeah, the kid's yeah. super. He's, he's got to be like you know, painful. That's got to be like the most painful growth spurt in human history. He must feel like oh, his yeah. bones are fracturing every second he takes a step. God, I know that kid's so fucking tall. It was great. But he wasn't at any of those events and all the other kids were. Yeah, that is that is interesting, huh? You know, and maybe yeah, yeah, there's... I mean, but I wouldn't put it past these pieces of shit, you know? Like... <sighs> These people do anything. They're, they're, they were like, they're just "We will send your firstborn to generals, <laughs> to, to the chairman Mao." <laughs> You're gonna say you have to. We'll let you. We'll let you and your fam. We'll leave you and your family alone. But it's like the old, uh, the olden times where when your kingdom lost a battle to uh, yeah, the neighboring kingdom, the you had to submit your your elder, your son to them, and uh, as basically a sign of fealty. And the other but house you would save your are child. You- are you trying to say that Baron Trump is Theon Greyjoy? I think that's the implication you just. I think you just said that. Yeah, it could be some serious Game of Thrones shit, man. They could have basically that could be really popular over there in China for all we know, and they just want to exact like Thrones level vengeance on everyone all the time. I don't know. Damn, I know it's uh, that's my theory that I'm going with Game of Thrones theory. I mean. It just the, the whole departure was just so weird for the guy who, you know, you and I have been around the, the Trump since the beginning, like maybe not day of the escalator, but like real fucking close to it, you know, since since before the Republican primary even really started. Um, and it's like, man, to go out like that, I, I don't know, it just doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't feel right with me. I, I, I fully I fully expected him to, if he was going to go out, he was going to go out with a bang. He was going to go out with a, an atom bomb on the heads of everybody. So I, I'm, I'm actually hoping that, uh, that somewhere there's, there's gotta be, there's gotta be just a giant trap for Biden, just waiting somewhere hidden that he, that he squirreled away somewhere, either a secret investigation. I mean, 
maybe something happens with Durham. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe something happens with um, uh, what's that other shit going on? The um, who's the NSA guy? Michael Ellis. Maybe it doesn't. But the man had to at least have left some traps for Biden to, to just blow up in his face. I, I hope we at least get some of that. Well, I mean, we saw the Senate committee findings that re- that released le- uh, this week, and it was all all the ties to Breesman. Everything's there, and you know what? I'm going to go um, even more downer and more pessimistic on this. I think it's actually out, and nobody gives a shit, and, and nothing is going to happen because they get to break all the rules. And basically, once you're you've pulled a Castro, once you've pulled a Chavez, I know you don't you do have anymore. to answer for your crimes anymore. That's why you surround yourself with 30,000 troops that you still don't trust, <laughs> that you have your secret police even vetting the 30,000 troops you've surrounded yourself with and uh, and do your do your fake little fucking inauguration behind razor wire. Uh, I think that's not because you're actually worried about uh, uh, I, 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 that just doesn't sound like the most popular person elected in the history of the nation. With it just no, does. Nobody, nobody has at his inauguration crowd. Like literally nobody like there was nobody showed up. No, there were actually seats that he set aside of like his couple hundred seats with a stupid, you know, yeah. circle philosophy. Right. And they didn't even fill those up. A yeah. bunch of people. They had these little elite up. tents on the grounds. There was like these little, uh, I don't know, like gazebo looking things and there's nobody in them. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody it, 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 well, and then to like and then, you know, the idea of it. And, and this is what these um these basically these Bohemian Grove, you know, like super elite, satanic, pedophilic. Um, child, you know, child molesting, murdering bastards like to do. That's what this is. They like to indicate to you what they're going to do to you. Like, I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to punish you. I'm going to take these things away from you. And they like to indicate it or foreshadow it or outright tell you that they're going to do it to you. And they are all really into symbology, too. And so like one of the first things that I noticed symbolically about what and when I referenced that we're on the Venezuelan path, I found it hilarious that on the very first day, all the shots of um, the, the potatoes pretender and, uh, and thief taking his seat in the Oval Office, he took down the Andrew Jackson and he put up a bust of Hugo Chavez with uh, um, that his a bunch of pictures of his family are actually surrounding at the center of all the pictures of his family on the desk behind the oval uh, um, up against the window is a bust of Caesar. Ch- or, I'm sorry, uh, of uh, Hugo Chavez. Caesar Chavez. God damn it. Sorry about that. And so uh, that what we really have is when I talk about Venezuelan level communism and collapse you guys we are trying to warn you about this and tell you about what's coming and this is going to be you know it's going to be a lot tougher we're going to you know we're an upbeat show we we like to find humor and everything dark humor is actually the tagline but get ready for a little more dark on that humor because we're going to be i'm explaining to you right now that after chavez took control how many years did he have of being able to prop up the con- the economy through hyperinflation and socialistic policies before he collapsed the entire country into a into a completely failed state of famine and 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 and, uh, and, and chaos and murder and rape and, and the entire place completely fell apart. It still hasn't reconstructed to this day, and uh, it didn't take that long. So we got maybe a few years left before. The currency is hyperinflated. The stocks are gone. The pensions are gone. The banks pull out. And it's going to be like Ukraine. And there's going to come a day. And it'll be like Ukraine, if you if some of you are old enough to remember this, is when there was a day that happened. 
and things are getting worse and things are getting worse. And then one day people go to the bank and there's no money in the ATM and the doors are locked and the lights are off and the people start fucking losing it. And that's when shit gets really bad, people. It's when that is when there is you, you know, if you want to talk about Rubicons, that's the fucking Rubicon because people lose it so bad. They within 24 hours, they try to call the bank. They try to reason. They're not getting responses. They're not getting answers. And the banks are global. They've collapsed your country with bad securities, bad loans, bad policies, all the lobbyists that basically redistributed your wealth to all the bordering countries around you and redistributed your wealth to the rich elites that have now escaped to all of the other countries away from you. And they collapsed your country and the bank pulls away from you and they move on to pull that fucking scam somewhere else. And they don't care. They've already written off that building that you within 24 to 48 hours are burning to the ground. And you will see a point like that coming soon within a few years here in America, where you're going to start to see, you're going to, there's going to be that day guys where you're going to go to the bank and they're not going to have the, they're going to tell you, well, the money's in your account. It's all there. Trust us. We just don't have the liquid assets at the moment and we will, and it'll be some automated message or whatever. It'll be an infinite phone tree. And there'll be no one left to talk to, and it's fucking gone. And you're gonna see, uh, um, you're gonna see some really bad stuff start to happen. And him putting that bust behind his desk is is what these sickos like to do. He's indicating to you exactly what his plan is. And this is the redistribution of our wealth. People talk about wealth redistribution and they talk about it, you know, as a form of communism. They often localize it because they'll be like, well, this is a wealth redistribution plan for, you know, to give uh, workers money to big corporations. And you can see and you can see it because the machinations are kind of like vertically integrated. And you can see how as as a as a cog in the economic machine here, you uh, you can see your place versus the place of the corporation and how it relates to you in your life. The the cog that we are right now in the larger machine of global wealth distribution is we're circling the fucking toilet and they're taking the last of our resources and the last of our fiat value because our fiat isn't valueless yet. And they're going to they're going to distribute those American dollars and those people across, you know, in other countries are going to quickly convert those American dollars as fast as they can to physical assets. They're going to buy stuff with them and they're going to have all the stuff and all of our currency will quickly hyperinflate and be valueless. And they're going to transfer you to a Fed coin for a little while. That's also a system of control. And that's going to be a temporary stave for them to pretend like they're coming up with a solution while they continue to collapse us and confuse you more because it'll be a digital currency. And that'll buy them a little time. But there will be um, we'll be piecemealed out. It's going to be over. You know, and so get ready for that because me and Nick are going to be bringing stories. <laughs> We're going to be bringing stories like that to you every single week of how fucked we actually are yeah and so you know i think we've covered the there's nothing you can (laughs) so what have we covered today nick there's nothing you can do about it your vote doesn't matter and (laughs) and your country is a third world country it's circling the drain and (laughs) and, the only uh, the only hope if you are out here the only hope if you want votes to count again is to move to a uh, is to start at your county level and the red states i guess might just have to carry the nation it's going to be a split or a succession and the red states, you know, Texas that has a good voting system. Yeah. Your vote actually matters in the state of Texas. Um, uh, yeah. Is, a secession, a secession movement. I like where you're going with this. Yeah. Is it's going to be either a, a succession movement or, and, and that, this is the ultimatum I would, I would do as, as Texas. Like uh, we will succeed from the nation or 
we will have nationalized uh, voter ID mandated elections. One of the two. Pick. pick. Oh, you don't want that? Okay, bye. And then succeed. That's all you have to do. Because here's the thing is they're not going to allow those resources. Texas, when they try to succeed, it's going to get real nasty. Are you saying succeed um, or secede? Secede. I can't talk today. Um, When when they attempt to leave the nation... um, uh, it's going to be rough. They're not, the deep state is not going to allow it. They're going to kick and scream about it. They're going to do everything they can to fight it, even militarily if they have to, because of all the resources that are, that are in Texas. And you really think China wants to give up Texas? China does not want to give up Texas, Nick. Well, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I will say, here's some here's some interesting stuff that's been coming out of Texas, and that's I'm glad that you brought this up because I am. Uh, it's important to stay pumped where we can because you have to have uh, to you have to fight for freedom where you can and support it where you can, right? So first of all, there are some House reps that are using the momentum of this to actually get some stuff happening. So in Texas, as far as the secession movement goes, so the Texit they're calling it. And Texas, because their constitution is structured in a specific way that allows, uh, you know, the option to secede from the union. Lincoln didn't think so, but they can, and they and they're going to try again. Uh, they uh, he they're uniquely positioned to do this for several reasons. First of all, Texas is actually about ninety five percent private land. There's only 5%, a little less than 5% of Texas that has federal lands attached to it. And that includes military installations and stuff. Texas has also been hoarding gold. A lot of people don't know Texas has the, one of the, has the largest, I believe, gold reserve in the United States because they know, and I think there was some foreshadowing here, that if they were going to ever secede, they would, n- would not want to be tied to a federal reserve fiat currency of a foreign dictator like the, you know, the commie states of America, uh, they want to have their own value base, uh, 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 actual dollar that they would come up with be based on an actual physical asset, like the gold standard, like it was before Nixon took us off of that and started printing fake money. And we started playing Monopoly with our economy after that and hyperinflating and playing, playing little games. And so Texas, not only 95% federal land, they have agricultural economy. They have oil uh, reserves. And so, you know, you have petroleum product and food. You got to have those two things. They have good water supply. And with all that private land and all that gold reserve, they're uniquely positioned to try to kick, to kick off this movement. And they're constitutionally uniquely positioned to kick off this movement. So the House, the rep is actually pushing forward the motion. And this is how this stuff works, is he you do a sentiment vote and you put that out at a statewide level and off. Often, if you live in a local area, maybe you've seen something like this where it'll say, do you know, maybe you live in a state where police are funded through property tax or an area where your city police are tied to property tax and the city sends out something citywide and they say, hey, what would you guys think about um, us forming a committee to investigate the idea of implementing a sales tax to fund the police? And you say, fuck you guys, you're, you know, no, you're, we're not letting you pass a sales tax. We know exactly what you want to do here and screw yourself. And you say no. And uh, typically they form the committee anyways, and they try to steamroll you and do it anyways. But that's, that's a whole nother bag of worms. My, my point is, they do a sentiment vote. And it typically, if you vote yes, they activate the committee. The committee comes up with a detailed proposal and they put that proposal on a ballot for vote within the next vote cycle. And it takes, and it's typically there's two year gap time between legislation. It's exactly what they're doing in Texas. They're putting the sentiment vote out 
and they want to get it out within the next two weeks. And they want to say, how do you Texans feel about seceding? And if the vote is yes, they will activate a committee. And within two years, they will have a fully fledged proposed plan and they will allow the Texans to vote on it. And, you know, exciting things have happened in the secession movements in Europe recently. I think this was just recently around the time our election was getting stolen. And that trumped a lot of the news of uh, foreign affairs. Brexit happened after four years of them refusing to actually let Britain leave the EU and them and the people, they made them revote and revote and revote and reaffirm. And the prime ministers, you know, and they tried to, you know, they tried to swip, swap seats and they tried to play every game they could to force people. Well, if you do that, we're going to have to tariff everything coming into your country. And you're going to have to have travel passes to come and see us now. And you're going to be an isolated state and you just can't do this. And it was always like, hey, join the EU if you want to leave, leave any time. Not that we'll fucking punish you and make you miserable if you do, which is exactly what they're going to try to say to Texas. But the Britons held out and they got their actual Brexit. So Britain has left the EU. They Brexited. And, you know, if they can leave the EU super state, that's about as gargantuan and, and, and of a move as Texas trying to leave the, you know, the uh, United States of tyranny or the commie states now. And so, you know, what we, there are several states that want to join Texas in this movement. Right now, I heard there's seven that are saying, if you guys push this forward, we're coming with you. And we're talking some good states. We're talking some Kentucky, some Nebraska, some um, some Wyoming, uh, South Dakota, um, a couple others, you know, that were interested in joining up and with the Texas secession. Now it's secession movement. Now that that really complicates the issue. Texas can't worry about them all at once, but they can push this forward. And then these people can start their own movements based on Texas's outcome. And so that's really exciting. And I think Nick, you brought up, that's the best point that you can bring up is um, I also heard a lot about statistics of voter registries coming in and going to from the state right now, because a lot of these people are so stupid. They think that they just won the lottery and that everything's about to get better and universal basic incomes coming and no one's ever going to have to work again. And they don't realize that with that universal basic income that like you get, you're going to get like six months or a year of that until they start assigning you your job. Until they actually decide that your home is more square footage than you and your wife need and your home's being reallocated to a family of five and you're being reallocated to a stack and pack housing apartment at the north end of town and you will be reporting to your uh, to your, you know, really shitty toilet cleaning job or whatever they assign to assign you based on your personality profile. Like that's, that's the real, it's real communism comes with strings attached. You, and so all these people, to speak to that point or fleeing Texas because they think they're going to get somewhere that it's actually going to happen for them, man. They think like, I, and so you're actually seeing, and I was uh, tracking some stats. There's a bunch of Democrats registered Democrats that right after this and around this election have fled Texas to California and Oregon. I swear <laughs> to God they did. And then the R's are fleeing the blue States and going to Texas. So it's not just, you know, no, you're, gonna, this, this like I've been you're getting Democrats fleeing there. And that's a really good balance out for us. That's well, what, what we I, want. like what I've been saying for at least a few months now, uh, bifurcation of society where we're going to have parallel. If we don't have a succession, we're going to have a, a parallel economy, a parallel internet, a, a parallel, everything. Um, and, and ours fleeing to red States and, and D's fleeing to blue States is just going to, uh, 
not only accelerate, but deepen that that bifurcation, which is really going to be interesting to see how does a liberal economy do in parallel against a conservative economy. And I think oh. we know how that one works out in most instances. Oh. Where, one, where, where California will shut down for the sniffles and Texas will say, eh, you know, maybe just put the old people in a retirement home and let's just kind of move on with everything else. Okay, great. Um, it's going to be really fun. Uh, the the thing that that worries me though about some of it is you do have um, you know you do have states like Oregon that are blue states that have all these resources and natural uh, <clears throat> forestry and stuff, but again, but because they're liberal, they're not willing to use it. So I don't, dude, I don't know. It's it's fucking. It's gonna get. I I think it's gonna get pretty crazy. Um, my. If I'd be surprised if I didn't see some kind of succession or some kind of craziness. Uh, probably, not, I don't think an armed conflict is in the near future, but I, maybe. But I, I think we're going to at least see maybe some sporadic armed conflicts, like here and there, not like a uh, organized army, but like little pockets of uh, you know cowboys and Antifa, man. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see, you know, that's, that's going to be really interesting or it'll be a complete, you know, false flag staged event. They're going to do stuff like that. Right. They, you know, they, they really want the military trained um, and, and psychologically conditioned to come after patriots and people that believe they're sovereign citizens. And, you know, like we said, like the NSA said, even in Trump's administration before all this started crashing down on us, I, what, 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 didn't they release a report that said the largest threat to America at this time is white patriotic males. And so they, it wasn't Islamic terrorism. It wasn't communists. It wasn't, it wasn't the burn loot murder, um, literally the commie proxy army that was burning cities. I was at toward the end of like all of the burning of cities for months that we watched. And I, they, they, they released a statement saying that you and I, the God loving constitution. Are you assuming my gender right now? I'm, oh yeah, I'm assuming you're. God, uh, it's you even worse. I was assuming you were um, religious. <laughs> you're assuming my gender, my religion, and my race. You son of a bitch! I identify as an Apache attack helicopter. Yeah, that was a trifecta of hate. You yeah. know, and, I just uh, can't. I'm reporting you to the secret Biden secret police. The uh, the the BS the the BSS. I don't know what we're gonna call it. The Biden secret the BSP the Biden secret police. There you go. Potato police. Sir. Potato. <laughs> Police. The pedo, the pedo, the, the god. There's got to be like a pedo popo. There's a pedo popo thing in there somewhere. Somebody will figure it out. Not me. You know what? We'll come up with some really good terms too and drop <laughs> them on the website. We'll have fun with that. I'm and still just. I, I'm still into John Goodman in a wig. I'm just going to need to prove this point a little more. Oh, that's going to be perfectly fine. The going forward, yeah, that's a, that'll be good. That's a great placeholder for. See, you. let's let, let's do a positive. Like, all right, we got about 20 minutes left here. Let's do a positive. Uh. The, the fucking meme material coming out of this administration is going to be great. It's Amazing. already great. It's already great. Like Biden can't fucking talk. He can't fucking walk. Uh, what was uh, salute the Marines? Oh, so salute the Marines. Okay, it doesn't actually salute the Marines. It just says salute the Marines. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh God, it's going to be so bad. This dude. What? What's? It's actually. I mean, it's funny. We can laugh about it. Obviously, and dark humor helps. But man, it, it's. Part of what I think this MO was from China and installing their puppet um, was uh, not just the communist takeover of the United States and its assets, um, but to but to get America to, to believe that uh, that uh, 
or sorry, to get the world to believe that America is weak because our president is weak, because our president is weak. He will not stand up to anybody. Uh, he's getting fucking bullied around by Trudeau right now. He tried to, he's trying to cancel the Keystone Pipeline. And Trudeau's like, all right, man, what the fuck? And like getting angry at him. And Biden's like started to backpedal a little bit and then still went through with it. So it's like, man, we're going to be seen as one of the weakest countries in the nation or in the world. Sorry. Um, and, and what the problem, the problem is, is what China's done now is they forced all these other uh, uh, countries globally to divest away from America and, and go reinvest into China. And I think that's what a lot, other than the takeover and everything else you're trying to do, I think it's a lot of what their intent is with this, because this is going to be really bad. Well, you know, some of the things we get to complain about, like, you know, you don't you don't have a voice in certain areas, but we get to be the it's it's really odd. And I was talking with Nick about the show, before the show about this a little bit, is that we actually it's been funny seeing conservatives LARP as snowflakes and to give the commie crats a taste of their own medicine. And it's like, for example, I've been seeing these COVID death watches. So like, uh, due to Biden's mishandling of the COVID uh, of the COVID uh, uh, pandemic, we now we're at 4,400 deaths already. Not a single day without a death in his entire administration. Worst administration in America. People continuing to die. He's not doing anything about it. On his mask thing. You saw his oh. mask thing, right? He, he mandated masks for all federal employees and on all federal properties. And the then what does he do immediately challenge. is he doesn't wear it when he goes to the, the monument. And then the, the press ask his press secretary, uh, Miss uh, Raggedy Ann is what we're calling her, by the way. Um, they ask his press secretary, uh, hey, so how come uh, Joe didn't wear a mask? I think it was the Lincoln monument. But how come Joe didn't wear a mask at the Lincoln mo- monument? Oh, well, there is just more important things to worry about. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> rules for thee, not for me. Okay. And, but the, the nice little thing, though, about Biden's new little mask mandate on the federal properties. Um, okay, so the White House is federal property. So while Biden's getting his, his sponge bath from, from old Dr. Pepper, um, he needs to be wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then they got the two mask thing that came out recently. God, One that's mask so weird. But I knew that was coming. Better. And I was that just was, like, you know what? You, you know what I'll do for you? Let me just jump one step ahead of you. And I know this is what you really want. Let me put a fucking plastic bag over my head and suffocate myself to death and just take my dirty, filthy carbon footprint off of the planet. Because that's what you really want, right? Like, well, let's just go to there. What's frustrating is, um, all right, here, here's, here's what's really frustrating for me, man, is, is it trying to defy this. It's like, all right, you tell me to wear a mask and I don't wear a mask. We're at zero, right? You requested one. I said no. We're one to one. Well, now you're requesting two. I can only not wear one mask. How do you not wear two masks? How do you wear a, how do you, how do you have a negative mask? How do I, oh. how, what is it anti mask? Yeah. Do I just man. Need to, like, I don't know how to defy this order more. If they go two masks, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what to do. That's really interesting. You're right. We can't even get to even with that level of. Because here's uh, the thing that it's going to count as wearing one mask. Out. It's going to yeah. count as wearing a mask. Even not wearing a mask now counts as wearing a mask because you're supposed to wear two masks. And he's not, but fucking Biden isn't wearing two masks anymore. He did all the campaign and now he's not when he's in the White House. Yeah, well, there's no there's no need. You know, when you're a dictator, you don't have to follow oh, rules. Fucking Joe <laughs> removed the Diet Coke button, dude. Oh, he Son did? Of a bitch, yep. He removed John, Donald Trump's Diet Coke button. See? He's destroying this country. Yeah, I don't like that. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't appreciate that at I all. I mean... I'm not a Diet Coke guy, but man, if I was president, I have a, I'd have a beer button. Jeeves, bring no, me my right. beverage. 
yeah. like the stuff that's it's already it's odd like how much stuff and i didn't think like they obviously they're fawning over him and worshiping him but i was surprised at how much flack he's still getting in certain areas like they're still filtering up some news like there's the guy that used to be um basically a press that was hired by um third party by a contractor to follow him around and he was there through like biden and has all these recorded conversations with him and he's like yeah i'm he's a whistleblower a whistleblower's already come forward and he's and he wrote a book and he's like yeah they really aren't letting me you know filter up into the media until now and now all of a sudden he's like i was there for burisma i was there for all the hunter stuff i have recordings of everything i have a book i fucking wrote about it it's all <laughs> available you can have it all and like the uh the uh secret service um you know agent and i did find out we were talking about this last week nick there was actually a female secret service agent and i don't know if she was what what capacity she functioned at but she was uh one of the ones that was sexually harassed by him when he constantly kept getting out of the pool naked and trying to like rub his dong on her and stuff you know and so at the house nice. and, like, get that get that tater dong you gotta get, that, get them hairy legs, boy. Get them hairy legs, tater dog. And so, yeah, like that stuff's filtering up the uh, the the you know because well, they're no, of course the math because they're gonna get rid of they're gonna wait two years. He's yes. gonna go, and then yes. uh, Harris gets in because if your term is less than two years as president, it doesn't count. So if they wait until January twenty first, twenty twenty two, and then either impeach or twenty fifth amendment, Joe. Then Harris becomes president, and then she can actually get elected for two more terms and serve a total of ten years as president. Oh, she wants to pull a Kate Brown. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, the yes. old the old brown stain move. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it's it's oh, pretty classic. I like that. Yeah. yeah, the old brown stain. Yeah, it's it's gross. That like, uh, and but you're right though. It's funny that he's getting flack. Um, not just from. <laughs> here's what's going to happen. He's getting flack because he's doing this crazy shit. The trannies in sports. The uh, oh, and he's the raising the insulin in the locker, locker room. room. They have to allow boys that anyone that wants to say, you know, how many guys are going to take advantage of that? They're going to say, yeah, yeah, I'm a girl today, yo, hey, hey, and they're going to and they forcibly will let them in your, you know, how many rapes are going to occur? That's going to be a lot, dude. A the, lot of the, yeah, they won't talk about it, it won't get reported. Just no. like it, just like it didn't get reported in the Obama years. We're going back to, uh, and, and if you want to really red pill some people, what's really, I mean, this was for the people I've shown. It wasn't a red pill. It's just like, a, yep, no, I'm not surprised. But just show them a Kylie McEnany press conference and a Raggedy Ann press conference. Uh, that's yeah, that's all you got to do. Is like I, I watched. I could only stand like a couple minutes of the damn thing. Man, it was rough. But dude, they're asking shit like, how does Joe Biden feel about the the White House usher being being fired immediately before you guys got here? Was that a move by the previous occupant? What was going on there? Like all these just weird bullshit asinine questions. And then you go look at Kylie McEnany. It's like, you didn't denounce white supremacy yet during the press conference? And I think you're racist. <laughs> they scream at her. It's like, if you want the most red pilling, just go look at the contrast because it's already begun. We're back Ms. to this. McEnany, everyone in this room knows you're a liar. How do you respond to that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, honey, you're lying to the press. Like, it's like, fuck, man. You're like, what, dude? I, I, I think that you're all liars. I'm going to pull up my binder and start calling each and every one of you out like a savage. Dude, yeah. yeah. I cannot stand. I'm really upset. The, the thing I'm not just the falling of liberty and the death of the republic. The other thing I'm really upset about is, man, I really enjoyed watching Kylie McEnany or Donald Trump slaughter the press. Like that was the 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 coronavirus task force briefings when Trump was running them were the best days of my life. That was so much fucking fun. Well, every did, day. Have you seen the uh, 
the, the what were you talking about the uh you know have you seen all these all these fucking screen caps of these twitter accounts of these libs and it's this new hashtag low key like i'm going to low key miss trump that guy was actually kind of cool. No, like, and that's going to so spread. Weird. It's going to spread farther and faster than you'd ever see. Here's what. Here's what the advantage is. And there was tons. Here's of where I, I. I think I yeah. saw forty of them put together in a compilation. Well, and there's and there's so many more. Well, and here's where I, I disagree with you a little bit, and I disagree with myself a little bit. I, I, we're Whoa. not. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Here's here's what's here's what's interesting. Here's a. I, I'm dooming pretty hard. We're all doing. <laughs> Everybody's everybody's black pilled pretty hard right now. But here's what some of the reality is. I'm gonna give a little bit of a little bit of hope in the light here. This swing, this even shit, just the first three days of the Biden presidency has already red pilled thousands of people about what the fuck's going on. People who weren't aware of what's going on already red pilled Just actually let's let's rewind a little bit. Just the election theft red pilled thousands of people to what's going on. The first three days of the Biden administration red pilled thousands of people about what the fuck's going on. It's just going to get worse. It's just going to get, his policies are going to get less and less popular. They're going to get more and more extreme. They're going to get crazier and crazier. And you're going to have more and more people defect from the left and swing to the right. If we come across this and we're still a republic and we still have a country, and if they're actually, we could, in theory, with a, with enough of the states and enough election reform in the republic, remember, a lot of these, the, the, the one of the biggest problems in the election and what makes it so disgraceful is a lot of these contested states have Republican legislatures. A lot of, we won a lot more state houses this year and a lot more um, state majorities this year. And the redistricting uh, of all of the states is happening this year. So Oregon, yeah, we're going to get fucked. Uh, we, we actually get pick up an extra seat and you know what they're going to do is they're going to make another blue seat and they're probably going to try to screw with our solid red seat that we have uh, Cliff Benson right now. Um, but in some of these Republican states or these purple states or Republican majority legislatures, that's going to get gerrymandered to shit in our favor. Because let's face it, both sides do the gerrymandering. I hate it on both sides, but let's face it, that's the fact of how it is and that's how it works. They're going to get gerrymandered to shit into a Republican favor, which, okay, that's great, but we need to get the rhinos out. There's a chance, though, that this that if this pattern follows, if the first three days of the Biden presidency follows and this pattern continues to go. Remember, too, opened up with a 48% approval rating, by the way. Uh, Obama's was 67. I think Trump's was in the high 50s, like 56, 57. So he has a 48% approval rating on day one. Um, he's already done all this unpopular shit already. As we continue, I fully expect to see like a 35% approval rating or something. The... Um, so if we're able, able, ever able to have a legitimate election, if there's ever, if some voter, uh, an election reform ever actually makes it and ever actually gets through again at the state level, it's the only way it's going to happen, even then it's a long shot. The red pilling and blowback from this will be huge and decisive and awesome. Um, and, I, and I do think if it actually gets to a armed conflict or shit does get crazy or we start seeing successionists, um, if enough people are turned off by Biden and the reason for succeeding uh, and leaving the United States is is uh, is Biden, I, I think you're actually going to see some lefties and maybe even some Bernie bros that are like, yeah, I kind of get what's going on, man. Like, this is fucked. Um, <laughs> if you want to have some fun poking to the Bernie Sanders subreddit, they're pissed, man. Well, no, it just goes to show. I mean, even the Pantifa, they destroyed the Democratic headquarters (laughs) again for like the fucking sixth time or more in in Portland, right? So, you know, you've created a proxy commie army of brown shirts that will not, they basically, you know, their little motto, become ungovernable. 
right? That's their, that's yeah, one of the Marxist credos of, of, of trying to create, you know, a classism warfare issue. And when you have elites thinking that they have control over a bunch of brown shirts that are peasants and that uh, actually are, you've have so heavily indoctrinated with communism that they fully bought in, they do become exactly what Frederick Engels and Karl Marx told them to be in the communist manifesto, which is unfucking governable. And so they, they, they didn't even go to the RNC and smash it up. They went to the Democrat right after like on inauguration. I think it was on the 20th or it was on the 21st. I think they did it both days, whatever it was, but they were marching around declaring that they run the place and then they smashed up the Democrat. So, uh, they got a fucking problem. And then you got, so the, 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 your commie army is still pissed off. You got good reps like uh, Marjorie Green, who is just a savage from Georgia. She's awesome. And she is filing articles of impeachment that we all know they aren't really going to go anywhere, right? They don't have legs. But we get to be like the impeach. We get to scream that you're a cheater the whole time. We get to say, not my president. We get to blame you for every daily COVID case number and every daily COVID death going forward for the entire administration. Oh, but he's already saying what Biden's already saying is so great. We can't control the direction this pandemic's gonna take. He said that today. We can't control it. We just can't control it. It's like, oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. You're gonna blame Trump for everything. That's exactly what they're gonna do. They're already trying to push that narrative. And you know what? By next week, we're gonna have all these headlines. Oh, the economy's looking a little shaky, and, and you know, just because of the things that Trump did towards the end there, really kind of shaking up the economy, and boom, start, start stock market crash. Uh, we already established ourselves not as financial advisors, so I'm just going to be open and out there. I sold almost every stock I have. Yeah, I think that's smart. There's, um, you know, we're definitely making some financial moves to get away from and I'll uh, away from certain in market based investments and pulling completely out. Because let's face it, do I do I really want a guy like? Edward Jones, uh, Edward Jones marketing for um, investment firm or Schwab investment firm controlling my money. When you, these are the kind of guys that say things like you will own nothing and you will be happy. Who do you think they're talking about when they say you're going to own nothing? You think they're talking about rich people? You think they're talking about the, the all us little guys that actually throw money into the market that prop up the, the whole thing doesn't work. If it's just rich people tossing money around, the only way the fucking stock market works is if little dudes like you and me throw our money in there and we go, well, Hey, you know, maybe if we fight hard, we make it more smart and we buy into the whole fucking thing and, and we make a, you know, make a big go of it. We can get ahead too. And when they collapse, when they take all our fucking jobs away and we don't have any money to throw in the market anymore, guess what? They're going to fucking. And so when Schwab is at the at the World Economic Forum with the U.N. and with the WHO and he says you will own nothing and you will be happy. This is this uh, pandemic has brought about an unprecedented um, opportunity in the history of the world to perform a great economic reset. And you have your money in that motherfucker's financial. But, you know, when you're talking Warren Buffett, when you're talking Soros, if you have anything in any one of their portfolios, um, I would recommend getting out of that. Berkshire Hathaway, all that stuff. You need to pull out because these people are going to take your jobs away and then they're going to crash the market and they're going to redistribute your wealth. And, and, And this isn't redistributing it 
like in an altruistic way, this is called vertical integrated redistribution, where your money shoots all the way up to the top of the pyramid and gets gobbled up by one dude. And you're going to realize, holy shit, that was basically a f- I was in a pyramid scheme. And it is going to be a great trick played upon the people. And if you don't uh, pull out now and even your dollar, so they're going to hyperinflate the dollar and the dollar is not going to be worth shit anyways. And so do you want to wait for the market to crash, try to pull your money out of the market? And then while the dollar is hyperinflating at the same time. So if you got a hundred thousand in, pull it out now. If the dollar hyperinflates and your hundred thousand only spends like 50, at least you got that. If you wait for it to crash and your 100,000 turns into 50 and it's still spending at 50% of value, well, you're only going to have a quarter of the value that you currently have today instead of 50% of the value because you didn't pull it out in time. And that is not financial advice, but I recommend saying fuck you to globalists and pulling your money out of the market. All right. All right. I'm going to do one last hook here. You ready? Oh, have you seen already? Have you read? The uh, did you get a chance to read the 1776 report before China China man took it off the website? Oh yes, yes. Tell uh, tell the people. Um, so oh good, you do that have an archive link. I, I didn't see that. There it is. Um, so I was going to say I'm going to actually host the actual file will be hosted on our server. Um, at, we're uh, just away from archive, away from the White House, away from everything. Um, the 1776 report will be hosted on our server and available uh, at all times on the Central Command Report website. Um, it's and honestly, I, I highly recommend everybody give it a read. It's some good shit, man, and it really, it really speaks a lot why Biden, like one of the why one of the first things Joe did was remove this from the White House website. And if you actually read through this thing, and if you actually go through and understand it, I mean, it's not just it's not you know red pill material. It's a history lesson. Um, I mean, it gets into and it acknowledges like, you know, yes, the founders allowed slavery to be to remain uh, to remain legal because they had to get all of the fucking colonies banded together to fight the British and to make a country like they it, it actually gets into the truth of the things. It actually gets into what really happened. It talks about cultural Marxism. It co- talks about identity politics. I mean, not only does it does it prop up America's principles and what matters, it fucking destroys there's a whole section on just destroying progressivism like, let's just put let's leave it there like just there's a whole section only on destroying progressivism it's awesome um it, it's I, I haven't read it cover to cover yet i'm about halfway through the cover my cover to cover read i've only skimmed it oh shit ronald reagan speaking at the Brandenburg gate and then a whole section on communism this thing has everything um so i, I just i, I just want to recommend that there's anybody who needs like a little bit of uh i mean this will eventually be uh, a banned document in the united states uh, you know it i know it everybody knows it yeah, absolutely. And it's sad because that's what the 77, uh, 1776 Commission on uh, Education Reform was going to use that as like a foundational principle to start stripping yep. the communistic ideals that are being taught our children in America and replace them with, you know, good core values that aren't identity uh, that aren't formed around identity politics or victim politics um, or, or, you know, identity they were going to be values that every good American can solidly stand behind and be proud of. And that's uh, something we're not going to have now, which is unfortunate. And so, you know, there's a, again, there are so many articles and so much news we didn't even get to get to today. You guys are going to have to stop by the site, uh, centralcommandreport.com, and we'll keep you updated. Like I said, sometimes we're the first to break it. Sometimes we're not, but we definitely get you the most important news. And so just because it's breaking doesn't mean it's important. 
Don't just chase news just to chase the most recent article that's popping up on Facebook. To go to the places where you find the most important news, the stuff you need to see. And that's the stuff that we're curating for you. And uh, we're going to keep you in the know and, um, and hooked up with all the right sources while they're trying to lie to you for the next, who you know, however many years. We're, so stick with us and we'll help be a guiding light in a really shitty time. Oh, most important thing to say before we run out of time here, the Donald.win. They had some internal struggles there. Um, now it's patriots.win. You have to, if, you, if you're part of the Donald.win community and you don't know what's happened to them and you are going and, the, and it's a dead URL and you can't access anything, you need to go to patriots.win. That's a shout out to a really great community. And, uh, um, and, so and for, those, for those that worry that the site's compromised, I'll do a write-up on the website. It's not compromised. It's fine. I'll prove it to you. All right. Yes. I All am right. Nick. This is Lee. See you next week.